They said lowering drug prices was a fight we couldn't win. The big drug companies have billions of dollars and an army of lobbyists. But AARP stood with our 38 million members and forced the drug companies to lower drug prices. It's a victory for all Americans. But Big Pharma won't give up, so neither will AARP. Join our fight at aarp.org slash fierce defender. That's aarp.org slash fierce defender. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. And uh, I'm excited, my friends, because we have a band in studio, uh, and they have been here before at, at least one other time, but uh, I'm going to let you guys, uh, the gentlemen from Edgewise are here, and uh, Chris, we'll start with you at the news desk, and if you can all just uh, tell us who you are and what you do. Uh, Chris Drums, over here we have D, Demetrius, Jimmy Walker Hello, on the Matt. bass. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yes, of course. And then our uh, glorious front man, Mr. Chris Holwig. Well, hello, guys. What's up? And uh, you're, so you're down a man. Uh, who, who, are we, uh, who are we missing? Uh, yeah, the guitar player. Ah. So he lives a little bit further away, so it's his uh, time travels are a bit slower than ours. I see, I see. No, <laughs> that makes sense. So, um, last time you guys were here, oh, oh, and by the way, thank you for the hat. For those of you watching online, so the guys brought me a hat. Uh, that's why I switched hats, this Edgewise hat, which is really cool. And I'll hold this up for the, or if you're uh, listening in your car, you can watch the Facebook video Just later. Just imagine what it looks like. It's very, yeah, it's a very cool shirt, which I will wear it's with new pride. swag, nice and soft now. Yeah. This is very soft. Actually, it really is. Now that you mention it's very it. sensual. Very nice. Ooh, I like that. I like sensual clothing. I wonder if there's a, I wonder if somebody somewhere has a clothing line called sensual clothing. I'm sure somebody does. Seems like they should. But very cool. Now are these available? Are these just uh available at shows or are you uh selling them or uh yep, they'll be actually going up this the, the hats and shirts will be going up tonight to uh buy online. You can get those at the uh the e- Facebook shop. Excellent, excellent. And then of course that shows so um, we have some shows coming up. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's talk about that, and then I want to uh, ask you about the uh, the new single. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, what do you guys have coming up for shows? So tomorrow we're, we're first gig since the uh, the apocalypse. Oh, basically. <laughs> yeah, uh, we haven't played live since um, was it January of twenty twenty or yeah, it was right before the pandemic or twenty nineteen mm-hmm. December. We we had a run of shows that we were doing really well, but. We haven't played uh, out since then, so this is our our good warm up gig with um, our friends uh, Sepsis. There they have friends uh, Nailbite, Day to Attend, Jeff Richards, good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is going to be up in Lebanon, Maine, at uh, Charlie's Hill or Charlie. I'm not sure how they exactly they say it, but uh, but it's fun. We haven't played up in Maine in a long time, so it's it's good to have some of our Seacoast friends and Tony, our guitar player. He's from that area, so hopefully. You know, a lot, lot of his friends will come down too. Where, where in Maine is uh, Lebanon? I, I, I think don't... it's just outside of York. Oh, okay, okay. So it's not that it's far. Not too far up, yeah. yeah oh, it's okay. Not, not too far from uh, Rochester. Rochester yeah. yeah. Oh, excellent, excellent. Um, yeah. So it's been that. Yeah, it's funny because you know you mentioned. Uh, so the last time you guys were here, what, what's the name of the album with the? Uh, is it All Things End? Yes. 
So I, I remember, uh, I, I can't remember, were we already in the pandemic the last no, time you guys we were pre- here? we predicted the future with that one. Right, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that, I think that's remarkable. <laughs> it's, it's like, did one of you time travel or something? And uh, you go back and say, hey, you know, we should... Uh, All things. We yeah. should, uh, yeah. <laughs> so this will be... Uh, so. It was a bit of a bummer for us because yeah. we were the that whole year the uh, we put that album out earlier in 2019 and it's um, it really we got a lot of traffic through it and the shows went really well we blew through a ton of merch and CDs and mm-hmm. downloads and all that sort of stuff so it was kind of a uh, you know quote unquote rebirth again for us so it was which was a lot of fun and then you know it kind of we obviously got paused so it was it kind of killed that cycle which I know Chris is very upset about. Because he loves that album, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember uh, playing a lot of it on the show. Because um, we played uh, "Fallen" is from that, right? Is "Fallen" from that? No, nope. that... "Fallen's" gonna be on this album. Oh, that's gonna be on this album. Yeah. Oh, "Fury" is that the song Fury. I'm thinking of? "Fury," I, "Fury," I actually played at the opening of uh, today's show too. Yeah, I really like that track. That's a great. Song. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, but "Fallen" came out a while ago, right? But it, it, it's now included on the upcoming album. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, it, it was originally just gonna be a, a single. To get us through the um, pandemic, basically, and then we um, we were kind of in between deciding what we wanted to do guitar wise, and then I had um, hooked up with I think I we we talked about this with um, got the keyboard player on there, Derek Sherinian. Yes, which I know you're a Kiss fan. He's played played on Kiss Alive three, I believe, and Dream Theater and Ingve and all those types of guys. So yeah, he, yeah. Um, he listened to the track, said he liked it, put some keyboards down, and it's like great. We'll never be able to replicate this live, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing. What do you, when you play it live? Do you uh, is is there an attempt to, to replicate it, or do, or do you just not have that part? Uh, we do it two ways. So we'll do it just without the keyboards and the guitars, kind of simulate some of the parts, mm-hmm. and then we also have a backing track of the keyboards, which, um, you know, it's it's not it's not like dance music backing track, but yeah, we're, we're just replicating his part and everything. Is that hard using the backing track? Because then you have to I assume you play to a click if, yep. if you're, you, yeah, you got the backing track. So it's, is that, uh, do you mind doing it that way? I, or No, I don't mind at all. As long as we, it's just a level thing, hopefully yeah. live. And so it's, you know, because we're not, you know, Metallica, we don't have uh, amazing sound at every gig. So that's the, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we try to have our sound guy, but. Yeah. It's easy for me. I just follow the drums. Right. So right. Right. All that's the pressures true. on him. Yeah. Like, yeah. These guys are rocking out. I'm stressing out. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've I've heard some drummers say they hate having to do that. Although, of course, there's some bands too that have to do that for the, you know, for their entire show if they have a lot of effects or. Yep. Um, in fact, well, synchronize. Yeah. There's a lot of synchronization these days. I mean, we remember uh, playing with the band Q a long time ago. Oh yeah. Remember those guys? I and do. They, yeah. They would always. Um, put amazing show on but it was so everything was just so programmed and i remember talking, yep. i was friends with the guitar player and it's just he put so much work in you know hours and hours and hours per show if even if they want to change up a song so we're more live loose rock mm-hmm. metal type of thing so i don't i don't want that kind of pressure right now but one song is not a problem i remember booking q for a couple of shows when i was promoting shows like at the uptown the old uptown tavern and yep. I, I remember there was a weird thing with them this is going to sound so random, but there was uh, a little bit of confusion at one point about if the band was called Q or if it was called This Is Q. 
Because some of their stuff, like some of their merch, are, would say this is Q. And I think it's that was like, the album, the name of the album. Is that this what is it Q. was? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just remember being confused by it. But um, yeah, I wonder what happened. to. Well, that, that was a geez, that was a long time ago, that was wasn't a long time it? Ago. We don't realize how quick time goes. I'll tell you. I played a song from uh, Stoic the other day on the show. I played, uh, you know, because Mike Zaker passed away and yeah. he, he had been in Stoic originally. And I, I played a song from, uh, I played uh, Falling Into by Stoic. And I look at the year and I was like, oh my God, 2001. That's crazy. 21 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's incredible. You guys have been around for a while. How long have you guys, how long has no, Edgewise brand, been around? brand new band, like one year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually thinking about that. In uh, two years, well, we could uh, celebrate 25 years. It, really? It's been even yeah. longer than I thought. Wow. 2000, the first uh, album came out. Oh, I'll be damned. But it hasn't been, how long has it been this lineup? If, if you, like, if all three of you, you, you haven't all three been in the band no, this whole time, right? The... Four years now? Three years? Three, yeah. Three years. Chris and I, since uh, late 2009-ish. Okay. okay. So we've been solid, and then Tony, guitar players, been, uh, him and I have been together since 2005. So Okay. So the, the three of us pretty much been the core for the, the majority of it. Right, right, okay. Yeah, I seem to remember now, last time uh, last time you were here, you were saying, how, how many guitar players have you had in the band? <laughs> this, I, I seem to remember that uh, talking about this with you guys last time, and it was uh, yeah, it's a problem. It was uh, a surprise. <laughs> well, you even asked me during the break. You were like, uh, "Do you play guitar or bass?" Play I guitar. can't remember. <laughs> yeah, um, really. Well, there was Keith, and then he went to to Purge, and then Edgewise kind of separated for a little bit. Yeah, two thousand five to two thousand ten ish, and then Keith came back, and then. He couldn't do it anymore. Then Tony moved over from bass to guitar. Okay. And then we brought it. We, we always wanted to do be a two guitar band. So then we were trying to find a second guitarist. So really only two guitar players, but we've been oh. trying to do the two guitar thing and add on. Yeah. From that point. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so now with the, uh, so with revenge, so with the new album or with the new single rather, when is the, uh, when is the album out? Uh, October. So we have, uh, we're going to do a show here in Manchester, October 21st. Excellent. Down at Angel City Music Hall. Yeah. And we're going to do a, a, an album release show then. So that'll be the uh, the big release of it all. Oh, very good. So that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you must be, you must be Jones in for, uh, for this weekend to play out uh, tomorrow. Huh? Yep. It's going to be a lot of fun. So it's, I mean, we're going early. We're at six o'clock. It's a weekend festival type thing. Yeah. But we're just looking forward to, to seeing friends and making noise in front of other people. Oh yeah. And how about for you guys? Like, has it been tough not being able to, cause I don't like when I, when I was active playing in bands at any time that there was a space of time where we weren't doing shows, it was always, you know, it was frustrating, you know, it'd be uh Sorry, I can't really see you guys because the monitor's in the no, way. But no <laughs> we can hear you. <laughs> but it was—it's um, always awkward for me. But uh, yeah, was, you know, it would always be super frustrating to not be able to play out. I mean, has it been hard for you guys, or are you just kind of? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I look forward to it. I mean, it's one thing to rehearse and yeah. write, come up with new material. Yeah, I mean, that's all part of it. That's fun, but you're playing out is is just—it's on another level. It's so oh, much yeah. more fun. You know, this this morning I got up. And usually I'm kind of slow to get out of bed, but this morning I was like, I got out of the basement and pull my stage rig out. Yeah. Dust, yeah. dust it off and set yeah. everything up. And yep. so, you know, there's this big stack of amplifier in my hallway. I'm like turning it up loud. Yeah, it, it still works. The yeah. House, whole house is shaking. <laughs> yeah, it still works. How about you, Chris? Like you don't have to, you don't have a, a rig necessarily to, uh, to pull out, but, 
Bert, or do you do you do you only sing during the show, or do you play yep. anything? No, I just sing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's our passion. It's a spectator sport. So yeah, it's nice yeah. To be able to play live to take a product and show it to other people. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, and lots of different uh, passions that people have don't necessarily require four or five people and a venue and yep. an event. <laughs> and, you know, you can grab your golf clubs and go pretend you're on the PGA. Right. You don't have to get a bunch of people involved and you can, you know, tell people you you golfed a better game than you actually did. Nobody's going to know the difference. Right. But this, right. we're always, you know, obviously the pandemic shut things down, but we're always arranging and building this product for how it will translate to, you know, a listener. Yeah. So somebody's into this type of, of music and uh you know a lot of our stuff is on uh spotify and mm -hmm. you know other uh, music platforms and it's interesting to see what songs we think are hits mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. that we really like that you know give us that you know what i call the tickle right know, the, right yeah oh it's exciting and then to see what people actually listen to and a lot of times that's not what we <laughs> what we engage and we're like this is you know, awesome, and then it's you know other songs that we didn't think were the you know the hits on right. the, the album. So that's uh, that's cool, but you know that's all you can do is keep creating, and uh, you know eventually with enough albums under your belt, you know you'll you'll have a, a greatest hits album. So. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there <laughs> that's you what go. we're going for. Yeah, the last time I because I saw you guys, um, it was at uh, uh, Jewel. Jewel, yes, with the, the LA Gun LA Guns was the headliner, I right. think, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, Jenny and I went to see you guys, and yeah, it was a great set, a uh, lot of energy. Um, we didn't stay, we didn't actually stay for LA Guns. We went for for you guys, and then uh, there were a couple other bands, I think. But how how was LA Guns? Were they good? Uh, they were. <laughs> we, we didn't we didn't stay for them, so yeah, <laughs> probably held up better than you know Vince has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they, they sounded pretty spot on. Did yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they were just they, and they pretty were nice. chill, friendly guys. Yeah, they were nice guys. So I don't even know who's in the band at this point because they're one of those bands where it's been like so many different uh, iterations. That... Yeah, I mean you got Tracy Guns, which yeah, that's, that's his his thing. It's pretty and, much yeah. And then the singer is the singer that we know Phil, from the video. Oh, Phil, yeah. Phil, yeah. Phil Lewis, he's yeah. still in. The, okay, yeah. all right. Oh, yeah. that's well, that's the the core of the band then. It's that's pretty much good. The band, yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, it seems so. Timing wise, that must have been pretty close to the pandemic, I think. So, did, did do you remember if you had a lot of shows after that, or was that? Yeah, it was the last quarter of 2019. That was November of 2019. November, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that must so have we been... We played a couple in December, and I think one, maybe two more in January. Okay. And then we had we had, we had had something scheduled at, uh, give me, Panucci's. Is that what it was? Oh, uh, no. Uh, is that what it's called? Down here in the corner? Oh. It used to uh, be the... Um, the 603? Or... It used to be the Brimmer. What was it called now? Black Brimmer. I think that's a 603, isn't it? 603 sure. Bar and Grill? Well, we had something scheduled but then, and then... It was called was something Maybe March or yeah. something, and everything shut down, so... Yeah, it was yeah. It, it was just... It was called something different until recently, right? I, it's hard to keep... So many places have come and gone over the years. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's wild. But, um, yeah, so uh, the new... How many tracks on the album? Nine. Nine? Okay. 
And um, why, and we've probably talked about this before, but it's something I'm always curious about because we live in a time where you have so much flexibility in terms of whether you do an album or an EP or whatever. You know, like like growing up, it was like, you know, bands, they put out a full album. Once in a while, somebody might do an EP, but it's usually a full album and mm -hmm. then they... You know, and then they go out on tour and then, uh, you know, release a bunch of videos on MTV and whatnot. It was uh, a lot different then. But, you know, today with the Internet, you can do whatever. You know, you can do an album, you can do an EP, you can just put out singles. You can, you know, there's there's so many different ways to do it. And there really is no, there's no rules anymore, really. So why, why, um, why do a full album? What went into that decision? Uh, originally, we were going to do, because we... we we have the same conversations where a lot of artists will just do single, 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 and then yep. eventually they'll drop the album, and all those singles have run for a year, and mm. then the album comes out. So Fallen was kind of the beginning of that, because <clears throat> that was kind of a newer song. Um, but and so, but then we had, you know, we weren't really able to get together in a studio, and then I was like, I was going through music as I do, and I go back, like, oh, we got these batch of songs that we did, like, forever ago, which is not anything in the direction that we were thinking of going after mm. all things end. Yeah. But it's there and it's, we can do it remotely. Um, so basically it's a lot of stuff. Chris had riffed over some riffs, some guitar parts very early on in the uh, Edgewise days. So this, these are really a lot of old, you know, so older songs, older riffs. And uh, we just, I just kind of glued them together. And then we wrote some new lyrics to some of them, but a lot of the lyrics are from, what Chris kind of uh, put out there, yeah, in two thousand what seven or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Revenge was just a open mic jam in the studio. Oh, really? That yeah. we recorded that I just riffed over and. Oh wow! Like oh, that's kind of cool and yeah. And we just you know, it's how you just keep developing and developing. So it's cool to listen back to that rough track to see where it went. I was yeah. Uh, we we keep revisiting. There was like three songs that we were like, oh, these are really cool, but it's really not. They're 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 very um. I don't want to say pop rockish, but just more accessible rock songs. Yeah, yeah. And you know, with all things then, we we're like, oh, let's go metal and yeah. all this sort of stuff. But so it didn't really have a place. And then we had these other songs. So we were thinking, oh, we'll just do those four, three, and then maybe um, throw Fall on there for like a, an EP. And then I'm like, oh, we got all these other riffs. And then I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, here's another one. Here's another one. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, what was if we do this part for this one? And then, and then I'm like, oh, we have actually vocals on this. That's weird. We don't even remember it. So. We, <laughs> We we put them all together and it came out. We had more and then yeah, so revenge wasn't even. But there's no I, no intent for that to even be a, any sort of release or single. We we're just the the, the sh it shaped in a couple other songs that we'll we'll be putting out. Yeah, our newer uh, versions of these songs. Oh okay. Um, it was so it became pretty fun. It's just a different sound, mm -hmm. a completely different sounding album. It's it's lower tuning. It's slower. It's just mm -hmm. more groove heavier rock and there's no fast stuff on this album really yeah so it's just a lot of thick guitars you know big thick grind bass sound big, yeah big yeah kick drum stuff like that so it, there's no still um, needs more bass actually more bass. <laughs> well yeah. as, as a bass player i'll back you up on that yeah yeah a little more a little more bass i know but i get I, I feel his eyes burning in the back of my head in the studio <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Ever want to be a Newstead? <laughs> right. Right? More yeah. Things. This is your band. <laughs> I, I, to this day, I, I can't, I still can't even, uh, you know, uh, of course, for those who don't know, Jason Newstead from Metallica, was it Injustice for All where they took out the, 
Yes, which is, happens to be just, my holy grail. So yeah. that's that's the whole. <laughs> I just I I can't uh, to this day I I don't understand. I mean, you know what they thought that was funny to do to him. Like, I mean, but but it's it's a huge uh, like you said the holy grail. Like it, you can't argue with success. So I guess it was the right call. But it's still bizarre. <laughs> I still yeah. I think the thing was it was they were flying back and forth from Europe and they were just doing the mixes which they probably shouldn't have done, but. So it was, I think it was Lars and James just said, good enough. They just, they clip, they claimed it on Ear Fatigue. So who knows? Yeah. But you have the guitarist and you have the drummer mixing the album. So yeah, yeah. Just, just. I still uh, remember buying that, like when it first came out. Yeah. And uh, buying it, you know, on cassette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And because, yeah, oh, when dated. did it come out? It came out what, 87? I bought the sheet music and transposed it. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember bringing it home and I was like, yeah, new Metallica, putting yeah. it on. And it starts, and I'm like, "Oh, what's wrong with my stereo?" And like, tur- <laughs> right. like turning the bass up, and then putting my ear to the woofer, and I'm like, "What? Nothing. Why is there no bass?" And I thought something's wrong yeah. with my stereo. Yeah, but no. as a drummer, that, that that kick drum sound caught my attention. Really? Yeah. And then that's that really transformed a lot of the metal after that. Pantera, and you you get all that clicky bass drum. Yes. Pretty much from that point on. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. See, I'd, I'd never thought of it that way. Um. That's part of the answer to your question, though. Why, why full albums? Because that's what we grew up on. Was right. Waiting for not, you know, not this time where everything's available instantly. Yeah. Hey, look, I created something. Here you go up, and then on to the next thing. So we, we have this, you know, we want to hold it, you know, a tangible finished product. Here's an actual album. Oh yeah. Nobody may ever actually stick it in a CD player. Right. You can stream everything, but yeah. uh, that feeling of, you know, a finished whole product not mm-hmm. just you know i recorded some stuff and yeah it's you know it's on some digital hard drive somewhere or plus plus we find a lot of people who are listening to our music are our peers our age or a little bit younger a little bit older so it's we're not trying to reach a 15 year old kid right 20 year old or anything like that so it's you know we're 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 doing music how we like it mm-hmm. when we grew up and there's still a large audience that likes it that way as well Oh yeah, so, I mean we're not reinventing the wheel. We don't. We're not. We're not going to be discovered anytime soon to go on and headline the world, right? So, but there's a lot of people who like the, the Metallicas and Megadeths mm-hmm. of the world and Guns N' Roses and stuff like that. So and locally, the, people, you know, they, they they come to our shows and they're like, oh, we don't see a lot many bands like this. So it's a lot of the screamers. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which is that stuff's great too, but we I think we just offer a decent alternative for that. Yeah, but I don't think uh, like listening to a, a song like "Revenge" to me, I, like I I can imagine young people being into it. I don't like to me. It doesn't sound like it's of any particular period. You know what I mean? Right. Like it. It's it, to me. It, it sounds current, but it also sounds like it could have been. It could have come out early two thousands. You know what I mean? It. It to me, it doesn't sound like it's of a particular period. So I don't. I don't think it's dated in that way. So I can see, I can see yeah, it's it a blend for having sure. a, a a wide a wide audience mm-hmm. and 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 being successful in the in the active rock uh, radio format. Yep, I think sure. um, it's funny. I, I remember uh, having a, a similar discussion with. Uh, so uh, we had the guys from Chasing the Devil here recently, and um, have you heard the song, the Beautiful Nightmare, their debut yeah. single? Yeah, they did a great job. Oh, they did. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Absolutely seen love you in it. A while. But it's that it's that same thing where it's like you know it doesn't to me it, it doesn't sound like it's um from a particular time it's just really good you right. know what I mean yep absolutely um 
And I think not chasing trends is always smart too, because if you know you, you can you can try to chase something, but then it looks obvious that you're doing it, that you're chasing something. So it's just to be be you know do what you do, be authentic about it, and not overthink it, and just make great music. I think that's um I think that's the right way to do it. Um, yeah, that's definitely the goal. It's because it's hard to to not want to sound like somebody else. Sure, um, but I think we've done a pretty good job of. I mean, we use the same tools as most people, but mm-hmm. um, ultimately, what it comes down to, it's you know, Chris is the you know the voice and mm-hmm. heart and soul of the, the sound, and then we just try to give him a good, solid foundation. Yeah, I really, yeah, I I love the vocals on Revenge. It sounds very. Um... <laughs> Thank you. The way, like the way you say it, like the the way you say revenge, it sounds. Uh, I assume there's some effect on there, right? It's it's no, it's, there isn't. No, nope. it's just my. It's just me layering the voice because you said several you, times the way you sing it. Okay, because the way you sing it, I mean, it sounds like you mean it. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like it's oh, like it's just cool. It's yeah. it's got a cool vibe. He did mean it because there, there was yeah. some. I was gonna say, Ooh. there was stuff going on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Typical, typical really? life stuff. Life stuff, at, which we typically don't like to write about in, yeah, in, yeah. in Edgewise world, but yeah. it was uh, it evoked that emotion. So it's that's we went, we went with it on this occasion. Yeah, no, it works. It works. The whole art imitating life, life <laughs> yeah. imitating art. Type of thing. So, yeah, so there's there's passion there. I was trying to kind of get my uh, Jim Morrison type of mm-hmm. you know deliver the vocal in such a way as you know. It, it it strikes a chord, but uh, you're not um, you know you're not screaming it or super angry about it. It's just kind of a in your head type of thought process you know, mm-hmm. that anybody goes through when they're you know obviously uh, feeling something. Yeah, I uh, I won't name it because I don't know if there's copyright stuff, but I had seen a movie too that kind of inspired that feeling. Uh, you know when you're anything a relationship uh, marriage uh, a relationship you know with a, a job an employer mm-hmm. any type of thing that you know you're just feeling like mm-hmm. shit on and then oh. you're coming back around sorry oh that's okay that's why we're on a delay I got it. <laughs> it's all good got it so that's and right. then you come back around and uh, you know you get your your chance to stand your ground mm-hmm you know, so. mm-hmm well, it's, it's relatable, you know, it's something everyone can relate to. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's cool. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking with the guys from Edgewise. Uh, they've got a new album coming up in October. They've got a brand new single out uh, called Revenge, which we've been talking about, which we've been uh, featuring uh, on the show, too, uh, last uh, a couple weeks now. And um, they've got a big show tomorrow in Lebanon, Maine? Lebanon, Maine, yes. Charlie's Hill. Charlie's Hill? Charlie's, Charlie's. And, and who else is on that with you? Uh, Sepsis is headlining the show. Okay. And uh, Day to Attend and Nailbite, I think, is the other band. And uh, there's another one. I'm not yeah, it's sure. A, it's a three day festival. Three there's, festivals. There's, oh, okay. Yeah. In my head, I'm trying to just go through the list of bands. Now I got I got to look it up. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a whole bunch. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like, and the weather's supposed to be great this weekend. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, so it's good. it's outdoors. It's not. Oh, okay. Well, because you know, but some, the drive up there will be but, nice. But, <laughs> it'll be a nice drive. Yeah, so it'll be no. a nice weekend <laughs> no, to, get out, to yeah. get out and then go see bands. Yeah, we yeah, play and, and then hang outside. We always kind of had the feeling of outside is not just our our feeling doesn't project. I know a lot of metal bands. I mean, we went, we saw Lamb of God and Slayer and Testament uh, uh, outside at uh, Bank Pavilion. 
and yeah, uh, outside like that is different than what yeah. We, I mean, we, obviously yeah. it's a much bigger show, but I'm saying in terms of you know, metal is uh, you know darkness and mm-hmm. lights. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's like when you have that kind of outdoorsy feel like you're camping yeah, it's like so, when you see a, yeah. ba- uh, yeah. a band at don't get me wrong if anybody wants to invite us to do that well right of course I'm there yeah. but the, <laughs> the backyard barbecues we i don't know if we translate very well so. yeah, yeah. now that makes sense uh and there's more that can go wrong with an outdoor show anyway <laughs> if you think yeah, about right? it if you, yeah no doubt no doubt um yeah uh sepsis uh they've been on the show with us a bunch of times and uh nail bite i haven't heard of that's a cool name though yeah i think they're from chicago Oh, no kidding. Okay. I could be wrong, but I know they're not local. Now, uh, our friend EZG, Eric Gagnon, is in the chat room, and whenever we have a musical guest on, he has the same question that he asks everybody, so he wants me to ask you this question. Uh, Has Edgewise ever played in Canada? No. Okay. Not yet. Not yet? Been been close? Have you you guys played up uh, way up north? All all depends, I think, on the (laughs) musical climate. And um, Laconia yeah. is, is far north. Laconia, <laughs> Laconia yeah. well, there you go. North. But I think you know Montreal, Toronto, like that would be, that would be totally cool. Oh, all yeah. depends. All depends on you know the audience if there's a market for it. Yeah, yeah. There is. There's a great scene up there, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then uh, now Angel City Music Hall. That's uh, uh, I. I've been in there once. That's a really nice place. That's where the October show is? Yes, October 21st. And who else is on that? Uh, right now, Day to Attend is joining us, and we're going to um, talk into a couple other bands to uh, fill out the lineup for that night. Yeah, yeah. But we're going we're gonna to be playing a pretty long set, so... Yeah, I heard uh, uh, John Thomas is really doing a lot to try to try to help the scene, and because it's not as, there's not as many places as there used to be. No. Uh, to, for original music. I mean, even before the pandemic, it seemed like, you know, there were a lot fewer places than there used to be for original music. And yeah, especially for bands like us, where, you know, we're kind of, we have the... The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. You know, old school lineup. Front mm-hmm. man, you know, I got big drums going on and cabs and everybody's like, oh, you don't need all those cabs. You can go direct. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it, but it's it's also part of the um, the experience. Right, right. Image. It looks yeah, cool. Yeah, it looks cool. Oh, yeah. It's part of the image. I mean, and again, for that for that genre, if you don't, if you're not going for that, then, you know, you, you, you can get, you can get different bands delivering their music different way, but. Yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> you know, like I said, we're, we're, we're kind of, we know where we're going for it, so it's, it's fun to do it that way, and it's, I think that gets the most out of us to give to the crowd, because we're having more fun doing it that way. Has your, um, has your approach to, uh, as a drummer, uh, over the years, um, like this band has, like you said, it's been around 25 years. Has your, has your approach changed in terms of how much you bring for the, like you set up a, uh, the same size kit that you did back when you started or, mm, uh, yeah, it's, it's same, but different. Yeah. You know, we used to do, I used to have the, the, like the single kick with the cage and that was, and even, even then that was overkill. And that's, but now I do the double kicks, but they're oversized. Yeah. You know, it looks more, it's more black Sabbath looking. Not not all. Oh, the tom- really? Yeah. Not not all the toms, but I still have symbols. But 
So I've heard some drummers say over the years that it's like, you know, they, they get to a point where it's like, oh, do I have to be lugging all this around? Is it really necessary? And of course, other drummers, the kit just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't I don't I don't mind carrying it. It's 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 I, I look at it as this exercise at this point. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And uh, what can you tell me about the video? I was telling you guys off air. I, I really love the video for revenge. Um, it's, uh, for one thing, there's a lot of red, red light and red's my favorite color. So that, th that especially appealed to me, but, um, it's a cool video and it's kind of like conceptually it's, it's pretty basic, uh, but it just looks so damn cool. Yeah. I mean, technically <laughs> we, we, yeah. we, sh we shot it anamorphically, which is, it's a different ratio. So okay. it's, so it's very, very wide and not as tall for those who can see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a, it, that in itself gives it a cool look. Mm. Um, and then we had uh, a friend of ours who does a lot of great work in video production. Um, he's helped us out on the power video and other other video editing stuff. Um, he does a great job. So it's the quality of it is is really amazing to us. And we were gonna do a theme like like a like a you know basically write out a script and do that sort of thing. But yeah, we wanted to keep this one. Kind of just decided to keep it performance and just let the song go and just yeah we're the, going for that that band feel because again connected to our youth yep you'd see yeah. imagery videos where you wouldn't maybe see the band at all and that was right. cool but you were always you know really enamored with seeing the band and how they gelled together mm -hmm. and that that feeling was definitely part of my youth and the inspiration mm -hmm. of oh, I I gotta play you know I gotta, yeah. I got to sing or play drums or guitar, whatever it was that you did. But uh, yeah, the video just black and red, my favorite colors. So yep, yeah. We were talking about I'm with it. You said, oh, what if we just got a bunch of red lights and a dark space, uh, and uh, just did a a jam video? Uh, yeah. How how would that look? How cool would that be? And yeah, it's uh, it's simple, but that's it's a band video. Yeah. So yeah. It was, it was a mini kind of concept of. Um, Pantera's, I think it's five minutes alone video, mm -hmm. where it's just shot in a basement. Yeah, what looks a like a basement. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one light bulb. So it's like having that, and then mix it with you know the one video where they're just in a warehouse just jamming. Yeah, you know those videos always kind of as simple as they were, was like the band just looked like they were just playing with each other and right. That's kind of uh, that's how we feel when we play. So it's kind yeah. of what we wanted to put out there. Now, when you shoot something like that, how many takes to, to like, how many times do you, do you perform the song Dude, on so camera? so many. That's, yeah. <laughs> and I get it all the time because I'm like, you can see, it, I, I wish we took, did my takes over, but probably most people feel that way. But I was, I'm like listening to the, the, the music playing and I'm like watching what Jim's doing with the camera and I'm watching what Chris is doing. I'm like, oh, Chris is doing a great job and he's doing a great job. Well, maybe he should change. And, he's very cerebral. Yeah, he's I guess my, my brain's both, working way faster than... In the, the, but meanwhile, I'm just sitting there. I look like Charlie Watts on the, the, the drum set. I'm like, uh, whatever. <laughs> but is it like like more than ten? To, oh yeah, to, yeah. To we shot it? we shot all day. We set up in oh, the, yeah in the was a twelve hour set shoot. up in the morning and wow. got everything going. And there's always you know because again we're not we're not some huge band that has a whole production staff. And right. People, so, yeah, we sh <laughs> we show we up in the place that we got <laughs> we got uh, happened to put a because it's you know it's a a garage but you know it's a utility area and the garage door i'd never seen it before it wasn't solid it had a bunch of 
clear fog windows on it. Oh. So it's daytime, so the lights blast into so that ruined our red light. So off oh. to the store to get a tarp, and we got to <laughs> oh. cover that. You have <laughs> immediately production problems, uh, and you're managing it all yourself. So, you know, you're trying to go for that. You know, yep. this just happened, this, you know, whole thing. But, yeah, yeah I mean, there had to be. There had to be 30 times through that none of the footage was even used. And we did a couple of different things that, you know, in your head you think, oh, that's going to look cool. But I said he mentioned uh, Jim, who did, uh, Jim Dillon, who did the the uh, production and the editing and put mm-hmm. the video together for mm-hmm. us. You know, he's tasked with uh, make sure we look cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You got you to find those shots that, you know, that uh, convey, you know, the feeling that we're going for. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, it's it's way more work and i imagine any of the videos that we just mentioned it's uh, a ton of time to get all the footage and then somebody to sort through it and decide oh, yeah. yeah these are the takes because i did a whole bunch of stuff with a green screen and we didn't really use much because we were oh. we were going to go with you know that type of throw in some images yeah we decided oh we'll let you know, whoever listens to it likes the song come up with their own mm-hmm. ideas of what it's about to them instead of insinuating that this is the direction or this is what yeah we're we're feeling in the uh, in the music but uh yeah i mean production you're just go through it again go through mm-hmm. it again go through <laughs> it again but nice these days with all the technology that the uh, way we're able to film it uh, a drone yeah that's cool uh the you know all the different types of uh, lights but you know you, you get into that situation it's not like you know it'd be imagine if i said tomorrow you're going to take this whole studio Go somewhere else. You're a musician, right? So right. we're bringing this stuff. We're like, well, how are we gonna? Now we need to plug this in. Yeah, we need to hear this, and we just hear right. the track. So it's it's uh, a little bit of work when you don't have people who have done it repetitively who just say, show yeah. up and we'll shoot you doing a video. You're doing it all yourself, just like gigging. Yeah, dragging all your equipment. But uh, one of H's, uh, we call him H. Ah, uh, yes. There's too many Chris's from our generation. Yeah. Chris, everybody we know <laughs> from is Chris. from any generation, really. Yeah. There's a lot of Chris's. Yeah. <laughs> My name is less pronounceable, so I H's. Yeah, uh, yeah. H's statement that yeah. I always hear is the we're just buying smiles. Yeah. That's what we're doing. So yeah. it doesn't matter what your passion is. If you spend time, energy, money on it, it's just you're you're buying happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Makes us happy. Now the the gentleman, what was his name? The the gentleman who filmed it, uh, Jim Dillon. Jim Dillon. Does he do? Is that his specialty? Doing uh, music videos because he, you know, certainly knows what he's doing. Um, he he works in video production as a as a full time career. Okay. Thing. So I mean, doing band specific, he'll he'll do them for for us and yeah. Um, but he does um a variety of work for professional car companies and oh, advertisement okay. colleges and stuff like that so is he local is he from here I, he's from mass but he's he's been in uh bands with us in the past he's a musician as well so oh okay so he's, he's actually another one of our guitarists yep <laughs> fill oh, in. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no kidding yeah, he's part of the edgewise family he's, yeah. he's he's filled in on shows with us so it's it's um you know i've i guess you know we kind of call it that because everybody who's been a part of edgewise there's never been any really any not even really. There's never been any bad blood, so it's That's we've good. all we've all jammed at different points in times. Mm-hmm. You know, Keith, the original guitar player, he still comes over, and his, our kids are friends, and yeah, you know, we'll do barbecues and stuff like that. Yeah, um, Mike, our bass player, we're 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 best friends, so it's, oh, that's good. So it's 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 cool. Just life happens, and some people can commit, and some people can't. So. Yep, yep, um, absolutely. So for whatever reason, <laughs> I still commit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but big, uh, big shout out to Jim and props for 
doing an excellent job on yep. uh, our video. Definitely. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. Has he done other videos for you guys? Have you worked with him before on yep, that? Yeah, he shot the power video that we did okay. a couple albums ago, and we're actually going to be shooting another video next month for another song. Oh, excellent. Kind of uh, piggybacking on uh, uh, Easy G's question earlier about Canada, uh, Melanie uh, asks... Uh, what about what about uh, Switzerland? Have you played there? And then <laughs> and then she said, "I'm just kidding. No need to ask my silly question." But just in case, have you played? She's willing uh, Switzerland? to put us up. We have not. I got a passport. <laughs> get over there. She has connections. Well, she's in she's in Vermont, so oh. you'd, you'd probably have to go to Vermont, which and is then, like Switzerland, and then, right? And it then is actually like Switzerland. And, yeah. then, and then she'll figure out how to get you to Switzerland, perhaps. So yeah, <laughs> yeah nothing. Europe. We Nothing were, out of New England. Yeah. <laughs> we always kind of joke with each other sometimes about, you know, different countries. And I always thought like Europe, especially Eastern Europe, mm -hmm. they seem to be always have these huge, awesome metal festivals. Yeah. You know, like walk, you know, walk, is it Wacken? Wacken open air. And yeah. I mean, I, I just think it would be just a huge market. It'd be great to go over there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Might be a little dicey traveling these days. But. Yeah. These days it might be. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt farther east you go yeah. yeah yeah oh boy yeah so you guys don't so no no plans to to try to do like uh like get on a big big national tour or anything or just kind of seeing where things go for now uh yeah no none of that because again the internet we can you know bands can get the you know sp spread their true their music out so much we uh was what was what album i forget what it was we released something and then holland we got played on a couple of internet radio stations. And oh, they cool! Ended up downloading the the album like uh, four hundred something times. Oh no, kidding! Over the, that month, so it's like we got a ton of downloads because that song was doing well there. So it's you know I'm sure other bands experience different pockets of success. Yeah. So yeah. it's and you know and they and they asked us, oh, you should come and play. I'm like, yeah, we should, but <laughs> 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 how do we do that? Right, right, yeah. Um, it, but, easier said than done. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but if it's you know. I wouldn't say no to any any offer, but I don't. Yeah. Realistically, we're not getting it. We're not getting in any vans or buses. Right. And right. Traveling around the world, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah, it's so different from uh, like I was saying before too. You know, when we were you know growing up pre-internet, you know there there was no, you know, I mean, yeah, you might put something out, you might hear about some radio station in Europe that's playing you, but. Right. But you you might not you might be getting played on a well actually I, I guess in theory it would be it could still be the case you might be getting played somewhere and just never know but um, but now yeah you can reach people so easily with uh, with all of your music is everything that the that Edgewise has done is is everything available online or, or yep everything all the albums are up on Spotify Apple Music uh, Amazon all the platforms yeah yeah excellent excellent. Um, and when you play, uh, so the show in Maine, are you doing a full set or is it contracted because there's so many? Yeah, we got about half hour to 40 minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so it'll, it'll be fun. We'll play uh, half, uh, three songs from the new album and then the rest is older material. And then in October when we play, the, the plan is to play the uh, album from beginning to end. Oh, really? Which cool. will probably never happen again. So it was, we're going to try and film that as well. So that'll be nice to have. And oh. then and do a second set of uh, older material. Very cool. So that'll be cool. Very cool. Yeah. When you um when you play, do you, do you have stuff? Do you play uh, material that goes all the way back to the beginning of the band? Or uh yeah, we play a song called Puppet. That's um, you know, we played at we were talking about Uptown Tavern. Yeah. I used to go over huge up there. Um, so that was from the 2000 release. So 
you know that's that's uh, an old staple that everybody's wow. all of the you know the and anybody who's newer comes in is you know it's one of those that they have to learn and yeah yeah fun to play um and then we you know then rebirth on it, we have it's a, there was a batch of songs in like 2005 we don't ever touch oh really yeah maybe that's an archive thing i'll go back to at some point yeah yeah um yeah it's interesting how too you know now and i i think we might have talked about this when you guys were here before but um you know in terms of the internet it's it's easier than ever in some ways to put your music out there but also as far as live shows um i know and i don't know if you guys how i'm curious how you guys think of it but you know some bands uh, usually with musicians who've been who've been at it and active in the scene for a long time, I'm noticing that um, a lot of uh, bands that do original music now are are a little more focused on quality than they are quantity in terms of how many shows they're doing. You know, like um, like like when Chasing the Devil was here, for example, they, they you know they had the show at Angel City Music Hall and they didn't have anything booked beyond that yet because they were kind of just taking their time with it, whereas like I remember being in bands where it was just like every opportunity, every show we were grabbing, and there were other bands that, um, like Canine. Uh, you guys remember Canine? Yep. I'm sure everybody yep. remembers Canine. Like they were. Um, oh, not that's not even who I was thinking of. Damn it! Who's the band I was thinking of? Like you guys are going to be able to read my mind. <laughs> there's a Let's band. <laughs> there's a band that would play like everywhere. Every like Angry Hill. Ain't no. That's not who I'm thinking of, but they're a good example. But anyway, there were there was one particular band that was like it was they took oversaturation to an extreme. It was kind of bizarre. I can't remember. I can picture them, but I can't remember their name. Anyway, um, but I was in bands where yeah, it was like we would grab every opportunity, and I feel like now um, there's I don't know if the pandemic caused part of it, but I, I feel like everybody's just being a lot more careful about what they do. And I wonder if part of that is maybe because of the internet, because now when you play a show, you're competing with, you know, it's easier to promote the show because you can mm -hmm. promote it online, but you're also now competing with everything else going on online. You know, you're, you're playing a show somewhere, but you're competing with uh, somebody's Twitch stream. <laughs> that's really popular, you know, or whatever it is. Yeah. There's so many other things to do. Um, then go to a show you're so I, I wonder how are you guys approaching it? Are you kind of approaching it? Like, you know, maybe not do a ton of shows, but uh, kind of be, be selective about what you're doing or maybe that's always yep. how you've approached it. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, earlier on you're, you're hundred percent correct. Cause it's, I think being around long enough, we've seen both sides of the coin mm -hmm. cause in the nineties we'd play shows in bands again, up uptown would, would sell out and we'd get paid like a cover band up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'd play down in, in Lowell. We'd play at Bill's Bar in, in Boston, and we'd get paid a ton of money as an original band. Yep. You know, basically two thousand. I mean, I know the internet was before that, but yeah, yeah. Kind of that that line from there on for original bands, it's just kind of, you know, if, if you're a local original band, I mean, you, yeah. you have some do well, but it wasn't the, the clubs weren't packed, right? With, with like just pre-filled people. Yeah, and then people would sing along to our songs, mm -hmm. and then as an original band, it was it was just a lot more bigger bigger bars. You know, uh, Chantilly's was always great, and they had a lot of national acts, and we we'd play there, and you know, it's just good, better venues, better experience. So I think it's that's the switch, and mm -hmm. now everybody, you know, there was no mystique to any bands anymore. You could see everything online. 
That's true too. That's a big change too. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's it's we're trying to you know starting with you know the last album, but each show we it is just that we're going to try to make it a little bit more of an experience. Yeah. As much as we can as a, as a local band without you know a billion dollar budget. <laughs> you see all the big bands and it's their stage setups are amazing now. Oh I mean, yeah. It's with with the the screens and the lighting that. Every, they're all doing even in, in smaller clubs. Yeah. But they have to do that, I think, to draw people in. I mean, I think they're going to get a natural draw because they're just a known entity, but... Um, Especially over the name. I just saw Slipknot yeah. here in Manchester not too long ago and, you know, amazing, amazing stage show to, yeah. to look at. But it's, you know, you can tell it's a brand. It's a business. And right, They right. have the name and they mm-hmm. have the longevity and they're going to keep the people coming. So that's that's great. That's not where we're at, so... You know, going off of what H is saying, it costs us money to play out. I'm I have always considered myself a live singer. That's why I stay in it. Yeah, you know, for the love of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not as much uh, excited about recording and repetitive takes and all that. Just <laughs> like that that energy, that feeling of a live show at yeah. full volume. There's nothing nothing like it. As soon as everything gets you know compressed and magnified and put under the microscope, you know. Yeah. Uh, it it takes a lot of the the glamour out of it it's sure not, not as fun. uh but uh so it's a balance now with the internet the internet is a and all the platforms it's a positive thing he can you know promote us push a button yep. you know pay to have our video you know popped up to anybody who's you know looking at something or listening to something that's in that you know type of genre uh as opposed to packing up all our gear, driving really far away, yep. setting it all, you know, and, <laughs> yep. and then and saying, okay, we we appealed to whatever, 10 people that night, and that's something, you know, coming from what you're saying, you just play, play, play. And yep. I, you know, when I got into it, that's, that's what we did in my teens and yep. early 20s. That was, you just played oh, all yeah. the time. And if you're an original band, whether you made a few bucks or didn't, that wasn't the point. It was exposure, exposure, exactly. exposure. But people didn't have it at their fingertips either yep talking about people coming and seeing it you know because it was you know it was mysterious or it was special right now not so much so you have to just understand that that's the animal and uh, you can use it for how powerful it is to just hit some buttons and spend some money there and get exposure not only locally but you know nationally and internationally and that's uh, that's super powerful so whether or not we get in a a van or a bus and drive up and down the coast, you know, hitting small bars, trying to mm. touch somebody or be like, Hey, we just got, you know, 400 hits on our video. And you know, that, that was a lot less effort. So right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, then, uh, and then all the stuff you'd have to do. So, you know, it's, it's a balance. You, yeah. you, you want to keep that because part of it, uh, I feel, uh, just seeing what's out there, whether they're, our age bands, older, younger, whatever. I mean, that's part of the the youthfulness of this type of music or any right. type of music that has energy is trying to stay, you know, in that that youthful energy that drew you to it in the first place. The, yeah. That gives you the tickle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so part of it, part, yeah, part of it too yeah. is it's kind of taken like what the they've done in sports, which is very analytic driven. So we can mm. see, so... The answer is, you know, do we want to play a ton of shows or, or select shows? So it's select shows based off of where we can see we're drawing attention. Mm-hmm. So if we if we get a lot of views and hits and, and requests, 
from the Worcester area, then we can tar- we can target that area and go and put money into putting on a performance down there. Yeah. So if we're getting a lot of hits in Boston or Concord, so we can say, oh, we you know, a lot of people are watching us in these areas. So that's that's a market we can, or an area that we can kind of target and go and just be smart about playing the show. And we can put a show on how we want, and we can maybe take take the night over, make it our show, or hop on a bill or something like that, and know that those people are at least interested in our music, mm-hmm. whether they show up or not. Who knows? But it's a little bit, a little bit more of a calculated um, event planning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What you uh, said earlier too was interesting about the the lack of mystique now with mm-hmm. bands because it, it's fun. And because when you said that too, it made me think, and I'd never really thought about this before. But even just with um, you know, say individual members of bands, you know, you could have a mystique. Whereas now everybody's on social media. So if you're, if you're into a band, you can just with a few clicks, learn not only about the band, but you can learn about the individual members. You can, you can really, <laughs> right. you know, there's, a, there's no opportunity for mystique at all. Really? No, it's, it's the opposite. So it's, it's yeah. those band members who are like super out there with everything. Yeah. They do really well, you know, like Nita Strauss, you know, guitar, she, she doesn't Alice Cooper anymore, but she, yeah. she does an amazing job with her team of promoting mm-hmm. her brand. And then you have guitarists for uh, Kiko from Megadeth who does all everyday tour blogs, vlogs and yep. stuff. And Portnoy from, he's on Dream Theater, but you know, just, just different members. Just, there's just some musicians who do a lot more different towns. And I mean, I, Pittman, yeah. there's some, yeah, there's just a lot of those people who are out there all the time, but that's yep. a lot of work. Oh yeah, so yeah. It's to create content all the time, but if they're on tour, um, you know, it's a little easier because they can say, "Hey, whatever city and mm-hmm. hello, Cleveland" type of thing. <laughs> <you know>? but, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate um, I appreciate the Spinal Tap reference. It's my favorite. It's my favorite movie. <laughs> <That's> great, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, Matt, um, it's it's interesting what you said about like mystique. Yeah, because you're right. Because now, like you, you could just Google. Oh, yep. where do these people? Are they married? Do they have kids? Right. What's their you know, estimated network. Like you're right. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. There's like no stone unturned. I find for me, the only band that I feel like still has any real mystique like that is, is tool. Yeah. Cause I, cause I feel like I, I love tool. Right. And I go on and not, not that I'm trying to find out, you know, are they married? What's their, you know, Zodiac you sign. Are. I could care. <laughs> <laughs> Where's but, this going? He's hot. <laughs> but there's, but there's, there's still like that mystique about them. Yeah, which, which I know, and I I have no idea like firsthand, but it seems like they really work at keeping that mystique. Yeah, so they've they've like, let's focus on the as music, much as possible, right? As much yeah. as possible, right? But at the same time, if if Tool had broken twenty years later than they did, would 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 it be completely different, or even ten years later in terms of being able to guard that mystique? Right. You mm-hmm. know, you know, if you if you take them for because when did they? What early two thousands or no before no, that? 90s, right, early nineties. Early nineties, wow! Yeah, oh my god! I mean, if they, they if they came out after two thousand, I don't think they would have done well. Yeah, songs are too long. It's too. It takes too much thought to listen to them. Yeah, yeah, probably. Wow, early nineties. Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, that nobody puts thought in, but it just in yeah. terms of radio, like they don't. Y- yeah, no, I think you're right, and uh, yeah, they were in the right time, and but certainly too, even if even if if it had been after two thousand, you know, they wouldn't have been able to maintain that mystique you know it, it just or or at least or at least 2010 certainly you yeah. know if, if if all 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 other things being equal you know just people would want to know it's funny I, i've even thought about it with you know my my favorite band is kiss but there's no way they could pull off what they did in the 70s today 
you know, with the makeup and concealing their identities. It'd be so hard. It'd be impossible. Yeah, yeah it'd somebody, be impossible. They'd have to. Somebody would just have to throw a blanket on them right after they get off the stage, <laughs> right, just into a, a trailer or something. Right. I still uh, remember when they took the the, the makeup off. I yeah. think What was it like? It was a. I think it was twenty twenty or something. It was. I no. Eight, was, no, they, not twenty twenty. Eighty three. No, no, I meant, I apologize. I meant the, the TV show 2020. Oh, now, oh, oh. now I'm dating myself. Okay, I was, I was, I was very confused. <laughs> Nobody even got it. 2020, like the year. I was, I was flipping, no, no, was flipping like through the TV guide. Yeah. I know. <laughs> flipping, flipping through the TV guide. Where's, um, where's my program? <laughs> where's, where's my program? Uh, but yeah, that, like you said, that they could do that back then. Like, yeah. When they took off their makeup, it was this like big to do. Right. And it was a prime time, like Thursday or Friday night event. It was on MTV. Yeah, oh, was yeah. that what it was? Yep. Yeah, JJ Jackson hosted it. And then yep. you saw them. You're like, now nah, put the makeup back on. <laughs> put it back on. <laughs> put it back on. Yeah, but one like one channel to, to to funnel everybody in to watch it, right? Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like there's you know somebody in Thailand got the first glimpse because they were up at that time or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, we are almost out of time, guys. This has been wonderful. I'm so glad to have you here, and um, and I'm really uh, I'm excited about the uh, for all you've got going on. I love the single. Um, we have. Video shoot next month, so watch Good. for another single coming out it's for a song called uh, "Stone." Okay, um, which will be on the album, and we have lots of merch available. You sure the merch like, is going to go up? Yeah, for today, tonight. So if you're promotion. interested for a hat, some shirts, CDs, you, stuff from the CDs, uh, the coast, last slash album coasters, and I was looking at your record play over favorites. here. We're gonna we're gonna try to do this on vinyl as well. <laughs> do vinyl, yeah. Yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah good, sure. good, yeah, in purple. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, for those of you watching online, by the way, uh, thank you again, guys, for the hat at the Edgewise hat. And let me, uh, so the camera gets it to this wonderful shirt. Very cool. And it is very soft. Yeah, it is. Okay. So, so appreciate it very much, guys. Already thank more you. popular with the ladies because it's, yeah. There you, there <laughs> you go. The gas mask guy <laughs> on all things. Wait, we, end we, was... flipped, we flipped the script here. <laughs> so we flipped over. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I, I still wear the other shirt too, the gas mask shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I, actually, I have two of those because I have one from when you guys you guys brought me one for the interview, and then we got another one at the show. Nice. Um. So, uh, which was even they were a little different though, but uh, yeah, we get black ones and colored ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, very cool, very cool. Edgewise, guys. Thank you again so thank much. You. Thank this you. Thank you for having us. This has been wonderful. Oh, and you. You guys are going to be back in October, right? I think we talked about that. Yeah, I think before the show it might be uh, cool. We'll we'll come up and bring some guitars. Yes, yes. We'll jam out. I love it. I love it. Okay, excellent. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.